Hello, I'm Heidi Schamber. And I'm Rachel Rorig, and we're with Market Real Estate. Welcome to the second season of our Market Meets podcast, coming to you from sunny Boulder, Colorado. Think of us as your Boulder commercial real estate insiders. We're here to share the skinny on new developments, new businesses, and the people who are driving the local real estate economy and transforming our community. Welcome back. Our most recent field trip took us to Hurdles Jewelry at 1402 Pearl Street. And that is the corner of 14th and Pearl. And Hurdles Jewelry is a family-owned jewelry business that is the longest running location on Pearl Street. Wild. It is run by Keith Hurdle and his wonderful, beautiful daughter, Nicole Hurdle. And they have been staples in our community for over 75 years, people. That's wild. Four generations. Fourth generation. Yeah, you're right. 75 years. Not all at this location, but most of it at this location. Yeah, they said they bounced around for the first 10 or so years, but they have been in this location for like 60 or so. So I don't think they're going anywhere. Nope. Here to stay, which is amazing. And Heidi and I had the best time visiting the store. Some of the things we talked about with Nicole is, well, first of all, she has a she has a fun background because she definitely did not see herself going into the jewelry business, even though she comes from a family of jewelers, maybe because she comes from a family of jewelers, because we know how that works. Yeah. I mean, I'm a family of jewelers and I am not a part of the jewelry business per se. You've got a friend. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> In that's the what... diamond business. You do now, y'all. Yeah. That hurdle. Yes, exactly. At hurdles. But she was actually a nuggets dancer. Mm-hmm. And that was her path, which is really pretty sweet too. She went to CU Boulder, grew up in Boulder. So she has always been a part of the community in that regard. But in the last few years, she has been really involved in the jewelry business, which is really quite cool because it's a pass down to her. And she's an only child too. Am I right? She's an only child. Yeah. And for all of those AV fans out there, you might notice her on the ice. She runs all the promotion and marketing for the Avalanche and they're going to the finals. They're going to the finals. They're going to the Stanley Cup. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So she's pretty excited about that. But I bet. when we were in the store, we noticed a piece of paper on a fr- in a frame on the counter. And it was that Nicole has won a scholarship. And I'm going to pull up what the name is so that I don't mess it up with the American Gem Society to become a gemologist certified grader. So She already has her diamond grading verification through the GIA, which is, I'm just throwing out acronyms here of gem and diamond certifications. Exactly. Yeah. So she just got, there's only one person that wins this in the whole world, essentially. And Nicole was the person who won this for this year, this year, which is so amazing. So she's going, she's going to school. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it brought up this concept that like there are all these grading systems, which we I think we know about for diamonds and and whatnot, because a lot of people have experience with that with engagement rings or more so than precious and semi-precious gems, which we got to ask questions about and learn more about as well, because then there's gradings for those as well. Yeah. And if you think about diamonds, of course, there's different colors and classifications, but with semi-precious and regular precious gems, there's sapphires, rubies, emeralds, um, semi-precious like amethyst, citrine, quartz. So it's it's really fascinating that all those precious and semi-precious gems, they need to be graded too. So that's pretty fascinating. We learned something new. 
I know. And then I got in trouble for like touching the top of the beautiful citrine. Oh, citrine. Or then, but then I didn't touch the sapphire because you're not supposed to touch the top of gems because it leaves your fingerprints. Cheese doodle like crumbs on top. Yeah. But otherwise, boogers. Yeah. You know, no biggie. No biggie. (laughs) (laughs) So when, when we started learning about the scholarship that she just won, we started talking about the most popular gems. That's so, right. Heidi, what are the most popular gems? Oh my gosh. The f- most popular gems are sapphires. sapphires, rubies, right? Sapphires of all of them, but then also rubies, maybe sec- close second and emeralds. So that's like blue, red, green. They have people, the most amazing sapphire ring w- on consignment. Yeah, it was on consignment. And it was, the way that she described it was that it was massive. Well, first of all, it was freaking massive. <laughs> That's how I would describe we it. We tried it on. You'll have to watch the video yeah. because Heidi tried it on and I didn't let her touch the top, <laughs> but it was a pure sapphire that has been legitimately untouched. Like it was cut this way. It hasn't been heated or treated or anything. And it is- So the color is like the naturally is, came out like that. And if you've seen sapphires, like this sapphire is a different color. It's gorgeous. So stop in and check it out. Yeah. And it was, I think, the most pricey thing there as well. So they've got a big price range of, you know, products to serve all of the community, like watches and whatnot to this. This was the the primo piece, people. Prim of the crop. Yep. They call it. But yeah, so they have everything for graduation gifts for $50 and these beautiful dainty necklaces, which we'll talk about next. And then all the way up to price, literally priceless pieces, like timeless pieces. Right. Vintage, antique, collector. Yeah. The most expensive thing that we found in the store that is what Heidi tried on was that sapphire ring. And it was on consignment for $225,000. Wowie. I made sure to put it safely back in the case. Yeah. She watched us like a hawk. Yeah, she did. And she- <laughs> Hilarious. I'm like, you, you, you know like, where to find us. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. And we have a videographer with us wa- <laughs> watching us put this on. So the most popular thing right now is... Gold chains. Gold chains are like in, in. They're still in. But not like the big easy E ones that oh. like you're saying. Like the really thin, the really little thin, dainty, dainty chains. Yes. And she said that pearls. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Pearls are also on their way back in. Which I was surprised about because I don't see that trending right now. But she would know better than me. And they're smaller though. So they're not, you're not picturing like Marilyn Monroe style, like very little and maybe a little bit of gold mixed in it too, so that you can layer it because layering with rings and necklaces is very in. And then the last thing that she said is super in and trendy right now is huggy earrings and not just ones that go on the lobe per se, but all the way up and down the ear. So get some more piercings, head into hurdles and get some huggies. All the way up. All the way up. All the way up. All the way up. All the way down. All the way down. What was the hottest topic that we talked about with Nicole? Oh, our question was, yeah, because this is kind of a newer concept to us and we're curious about it, is like manufactured diamonds. So this is a trend where in some form it's like maybe socially started as a social movement. But not so much anymore as that's what's carrying the weight of it. But there's like manufactured diamonds that are lab grown. Lab I don't know if you guys have heard diamonds. about this, but this is like a thing. And so a lot of jewelry stores don't have them out necessarily on display, but it's one of those things you can ask about. And get educated on. So one thing that Hurdles really talks about is how they educate the public and how they educate their clients 
on not only trends, but also what engagement rings and different diamonds and stones and other options out there on the market, like lab-grown diamonds. And so we talked about, you know, the buzzword blood diamonds and what, where that started and why it was such a big thing and how people probably wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for Leonardo DiCaprio with the movie. And it was kind of interesting because like with something like that, well, one, it's in theory more ethically sourced, but most diamonds now are ethically sourced because this became like a hot topic and because there was more regulation and whatnot related to it. And they, yeah, so in After Blood Diamonds, the movie came out and it was like a buzz topic for obvious reasons. The Kimberly process was created and it was an agreement that you're not going to source unethically. And it was kind of brought on by all people in terms of the vendors and the stores and I don't know if there's some sort of certification process, but it was just called the Kimberly Agreement and stores and everyone decided like to abide right. abide by it. Right. And so socially conscious, responsibly sourced diamonds may or may not be part of why lab grown diamonds are so popular, but it was fascinating. So the biggest things with them that we learned was that they're much cheaper, like inexpensive than an actual diamond. Right. So side by side, like you can get a bigger diamond at a lab grown grade because it's lab grown versus you know mined and so if you're into a bigger diamond or more attention based on that that's an option for you yep so the biggest difference is the the way that they appreciate so a diamond that is a full diamond and not a lab grown diamond has a higher value and a long-standing value versus a lab-grown diamond that does not appreciate at all. It's not considered like an asset the same way. Essentially, you can get more bang for your buck for a lab-grown diamond, but that also comes at the cost of it not necessarily appreciating over time or being more of like a family heirloom which not everybody's looking for. So I, I think there's just two sides to that coin and it's just something to consider and something that hurdles can help educate you on if you're in the market for a diamond ring or anything else for that matter. Yeah. And one thing I thought was interesting is if you have a big diamond or something that you would like to sell, it needs to be certified by the GIA and the GIA. So you send off, I mean, Nicole or hurdles or a jeweler would send off your diamond to a certification company like GIA and they would look at your diamond specifically, certify it for its color and size and clarity, and then they would send it back with a certification. So if you were trying, if you had a family heirloom that you thought was a two-carat diamond and you sent it in and it was a two-carat lab-grown diamond, it certainly wouldn't be worth as much as if it was in lab-grown. That's right. That's Party right. on. Let's have Rachel tell you Keith, Nicole's dad and current operator of Hurdles, um, his favorite jewelry-related story before we close. So I asked Keith if he had a favorite story about a client, whether, I mean, he's been doing this for as long as Nicole was born or longer, for a really long time. And he said, yes, right off the bat, he knew a story. And it was that he got a call from a client at the base camp of Everest and he said, all I want to do is I want to order my engagement ring. And so Keith remembers specifically who that person was and what he ordered. And he said it was the coolest call he's ever received from a client. 
So from base camp, base camp people. He had finally made the decision to go ahead and get it and pop the question. <laughs> He's like, I survived. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. If this didn't kill me, neither will marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so next up, Heidi, what's on, what's on deck for hurdles? Okay. So we talked about hurdles being in this location, I think since 1957. And we were joking that they're definitely not going anywhere. And instead they're planning a fun remodel of the space to take place soon um, and to just freshen up and give it a facelift and make it more welcoming and open and bright and modern glittery for all the jewels inside. Go check it out. Thanks for joining us and go visit Hurdles and introduce yourself to Nicole and Keith. They're awesome. And follow them on social media. Thank you for joining us on the Market Meets podcast. Follow us on social media. Go to our website, marketbolder.com to find our specific social media links and all the additional details about the projects and people we are discussing. Also, if you're curious about something happening in our community, please reach out. We'd love to dig in. And a special shout out goes to Kiln Coworking at 2101 Pearl Street for hosting our podcast.